0: You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something just. The following is an original production of the
1: Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki. I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Margie and Sarah. This is episode 530, And you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast.
0: Today, we'll be sharing with you all about the reopening of Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom on Saturday. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. I know a lot of you are dying to get out to the parks right now after seeing how exciting they were this weekend. So just email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote.
1: So, wow, I know that Margie and Sarah weren't here with us last week, Steph, but there has been an abundance of news. We went from, like, nothingness to plethora of news. So, we are going to try to hit all about Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, because those are the two that opened on Saturday. We're going to talk about prior to the opening and stuff like that. We probably won't hit too much on Hollywood Studios or Epcot, because they're going to open up on the day that this airs, on Wednesday, and so... Then we'll have that to talk about next week because I'm sure it's going to be just as much news, if not more, because they'll have found more stuff out. So last Tuesday and Wednesday, they had cast member days. So on Tuesday, half the cast members worked and half of them got to attend as guests. Then they switched on Wednesday. And I know Margie did. I haven't talked to Steph or Sarah about this, but Margie and I have burning up the YouTube watching all of the coverage And drooling basically because we wish we were there. Because I said we need to jump on a plane and just go.
2: It's so tempting. It's so tempting.
1: You know, because the (laughs) airline tickets are even cheap. Yep. It's the COVID that's stopping. It doesn't
3: look crowded.
1: It's not crowded.
3: (laughs) It's not. It's not crowded. But then I think about invisible germs.
1: Right. (laughs) Well, then you think about the person that said that they rode. What is it? Fly to passage three times in thirty minutes. And seven dwarfs mine train three times in 30 minutes. You're like, I, I could just wear two masks. And I would be like, I was trying to like logically.
0: I will not even go to the grocery store, but I want to go to Disney right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I pick my groceries up. They just load them in the back and yeah. So I'm crazy, <laughs> I know. But then also they had the people that have the passes were sent out an email. We talked about this last week. And in an hour and a half s time it took and they filled up all the spots for the Thursday and Friday practice on Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom, depending on what park they picked. Um, obviously, it wasn't more than 25% of the people, just based on what we could see. Uh, I posted on our Facebook page a lot of the changes and stuff, so if you wanna read those, they're kind of everywhere anyway, and I didn't feel like I wanted to sit there and list them because we had so much to talk about today. And I was trying to think what else I was gonna talk about, and then Saturday hit, and we that was where the true test was. Was it going to be that empty? And I think that's what drew me in on the videos. I'm sure that's what drew Margie in too. Because I'm like, is this going to stay this way? Um, the answer would be yes.
2: Well, I was getting really annoyed with the cast when they were doing the cast member preview videos. And they're like, it is so empty. I can't believe how empty it is. And I said, well, it's cast member previews. So of course it's going to be empty because there's not that many cast members, but surely on Saturday they will there will be longer waits for rides and there still wasn't i mean flight of passage was still 5 minutes and that's basically walking on it takes 5 minutes to
1: get to the ride right and that's what they're counting on i think
2: yeah so the rides still weren't weren't as busy as i thought they were going to be on Saturday
0: Yeah, no, they weren't. They weren't busy at all. So I have, um, I have some friends, some neighbors who are there right now, and they're probably going to come on to our show and do an interview with Vicky at some point. Um, But they are currently living it up at Disney and today they're at Universal Studios. But they were able to get on so many rides and every picture they post, like there's there's nobody. Nobody around them anywhere at all. They're just like hanging out, taking pictures with their masks on. They did say they have um, someone who's in their party who's 71. And there have been a few times where it being so hot and the mask that she was wearing was a little thicker that it kind of got to be uncomfortable. But that was about it. You know, they would go into one of those masks Uh, those areas, relaxation zones, and take it off and breathe a little bit or go get a snack because you can take off your mask when you're eating. Um, But they have not had any complaints at all. And they have been walking onto rides. They said it takes longer to walk through the queues than it does to get onto the ride. And just, I mean, even the animals at Animal Kingdom were excited to see them they have so many pictures like the gorillas are right up against the the glass like throwing their grass and food just right there in your face like everything's just so pumped for everybody to be in these parks Um, and they said the majority of the people at animal kingdom were in the pandora area but Mm. if you went anywhere else in the park you were the only one walking anywhere and the cast members are Extremely excited for just the interaction because I think they're used to interacting with so many people throughout the day. That's probably what makes their day go by so quickly and they have just you in their whole wing, in their whole walkway, so they are giving you all of their attention at every single moment. So Yeah, they haven't had any complaints at all, but anything. And by the way, did you know that on Saturday there was a double rainbow? No. Yes, how magical. They posted a picture, they're saying it pop and there's a double rainbow, I'm like, double rainbow for the grand opening. How exciting is oh, awesome. that? The grand reopening, excuse me. But it, it's just, I mean, they are having a very magical time to say the least. Uh, they did post and I put it up on our uh, Facebook page just about how many rides they were able to go on. And like you said, Vicki, like they got on Flight of Passage three times. They said the busiest it was, the one time they waited twenty five minutes, was actually when it opened. So I guess everybody did what you normally do. You rope, drop, flight of passage, because that's what you've been taught to do. It's it's in your muscle memory. You get in, you go to flight of passage. So everybody did that. And even with everybody doing that, it was still a twenty five minute wait. And then when they went back later in the day, it was walk on. Like Totally, just walk right on and do it again. Walk on, do it again. So they were doing any ride that they wanted to multiple times and um, yeah, walking on to everything. They said most rides were between 5 and 10 minutes, and that was
1: mostly cues. Well, I do hope that Nick is watching some of these videos. I don't know if Margie's watched the same ones as me. I'm assuming we probably did because we. she was saying how, many, how long she watched them and I watched them a long time, so <laughs> I can only imagine. But about the cast members, the one lady that was doing it, she was like literally crying. Every Aww. person was telling her, welcome back and have a magical day. And she said, you know, you're used to hearing that from occasional person. It used to be everybody. And I know that was when a next thing he counted the one time he went and one time he heard it the whole trip and he was so upset. And she's like, guys, I feel like I'm truly home. They're thanking me and they're the ones working in this heat. And so um, she had to stop like her videoing a couple of times because she got so verklempt is just like all teary-eyed and stuff.
2: Aww. Well, one, one YouTuber that I watched, the second he turned and saw the castle down Main Street, USA, he just stopped and started crying <laughs> and he was like, I'm home, I'm home. And he he like took a deep breath and I just thought that's what I do every time I go to Disney. Like I, when I turn the corner and I see the castle, I get emotional like it's just beautiful you just take in breaths of this you know the air around you there at Disney and you know he was saying that I haven't been here for four months and I was thinking man I get to go like once a year if that and that's a magical time for me but these people that are used to going every day or at least once a week I mean that was a big dry spell for them, <laughs> for sure. Change of life. Yeah. Yes. So, we are going to be talking a lot about the health and safety measures that Disney has implemented um, there at the parks. And one, of course, are the face masks. Everybody is, it's mandatory to wear face masks. And I just wanted to point out that the neck gaiters or the triangle bandanas are not allowed there at Disney. I've seen people wearing them at Universal and they may have changed their stance, but at Disney, they are actually turning people away if they come with the neck gaiters, even the ones that have the, there are some neck gaiters that have like the ear loops in them, Um, they're turning them away as well. And just watching some of the YouTube videos that I've watched, the neck gaiters do come off a lot easier than the actual face mask. So if you have a face mask, it has to tie in the back or go around your ears. And didn't you say they said human ears? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was a news article that said that it had to go around human ears. I just thought that was so funny. I was like, who else is coming to the park? <laughs> I don't know if I want to wrap it around my Mickey ears. Like that was
1: <laughs> Oh, maybe that's why they said that. Maybe, I don't
2: know, maybe. That's the only somebody thing I could was being of. like,
1: that would be something that Joey would do. Well, they said <laughs> that it had to be around ears. They didn't tell me if they had to be my human ears or my <laughs> mouse ears, because he's all about the technical.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I found that really funny. So just make sure that you do have that mask that is um, appropriate for. Disney, and they say that it has to fully cover the nose and mouth and secure under the chin. It has to fit snugly, but comfortably against the side of the face and be secured with ties or ear loops to allow the guests to remain hands-free. So just make sure that you're wearing those masks. And also Disney will soon be providing face shields for guests who are unable to wear the mask all day and request accommodation. So guests with disabilities who are unable to wear a mask for an extended period of time must visit the guest relations where they will be provided with a face shield.
0: I will say that area is probably the most crowded in the park. I did see pictures of people gathering near guest relations. So that's kind of a catch 22 like oh Mm. you can go and get yourself a different like if you're having problems breathing go wait in this line that's really long that's really crowded with a lot of people to get this free face shield so
1: well based on what I saw today I think that came out from the pre-days that they like they didn't know that they were gonna they weren't thinking that through and and that's how things happen we know that Mm -hmm. with any job with school or whatever you You gotta work out the bugs yeah you Mm -hmm. can't think of everything and you know, I would, I thought about it, though, Steph, we do have students that would have to have those face shields instead of oh, those yeah. masks just because yeah. of their disabilities. And so that Definitely. made a lot of sense.
2: And they, um, another suggestion would be to bring multiple masks with you. Definitely. Especially with the Florida heat and the humidity and, you know, just breathing in your mask all day. You're going to want to bring more than one and then also something that I didn't think about, but um, it's, it's been raining every single day. It's Florida, it's gonna rain, it's the summer. And so to really, they suggested to bring an umbrella or a poncho because when it starts to rain, everybody runs for a store or a covering. And so then how can you physical distance in a store or a covering if everybody's there? And so if you have your umbrella and poncho then you can stay physically distant from everybody and then continue on your way kind of great suggestion yeah i found that very very wise
3: so i saw Uh, a suggestion for kids if you think that kids might be having trouble like fidgeting a lot with masks i saw something where you could get them it was like a a bracelet that had the two-way sequins on it or something like that and so they it's like a fidgeter thing and they can mess with that other object and oh, it takes mm-hmm. their attention away from a mask so i don't know if that would be helpful just like taking a kid to disney or um even uh, going back to school help
0: cool. uh, yeah <laughs> so i'm thinking yes. in the classroom we're gonna need that <laughs> yeah
3: but you know just something or maybe like a rubber band on their wrist. They would mess with that while they're waiting in line as opposed to messing with their face.
0: Another tip for kids is to get a lanyard and clip their um, the elastic on their mask to the lanyard so when they take it off to eat and to drink they're not dropping it on the ground, they're not losing it, they're not setting it on a table and throwing it away. So when they take it off it's hanging on them because kids aren't as good about just pulling it down and getting their chin out from under it. So to actually put it on a lanyard
2: and you can get yourself a fun Mickey lanyard. There you go. That's right. That is a really good idea. The other thing to remember too, is to drink more. When you're wearing your mask, uh, you may forget to drink because you are wearing a mask. And so you might be getting dehydrated. So just make sure that you are taking those breaks and drinking more while you're there at the parks, especially since it's like super hot. But if your mouth is covered, you don't think to drink. And so just to make sure that you're taking those drinks. And then just really quick uh, with the mask, if you wanna take it off, they do have relaxation stations around the parks. Um, Magic Kingdom has three. There's one in Adventureland at the Golden Oak Outpost. And then there's one in Tomorrowland At the Terrace restaurant and that one's um air conditioned it's open air but there's also air conditioned as well and then the last one is by Pete's Silly Sideshow in the Storybook Circus where character greetings used to be um and then at the Disney Animal Kingdom there are two they're hoping everybody that was there was hoping that there would be one more that they would come up with one more relaxation station but um, as of right now, there's only two. There's one at Discovery Island. Um, the, the closest relaxation station to the entrance And Pandora is Discovery Island, and it's at the Pizza Safari. And then the other one is in Asia, and that is at the Upcountry Landing, and it overlooks the waterways, which is a really fun place um, Vicki's going to talk about this a little bit more, but that was a fun place to do a relaxation station because you could see the character cavalcades going through the waterways and have some fun there at that relaxation station.
1: That is a good place. That is also, which I never saw it, I guess it closed before I ever got there, but it used to be a ride. It was a ride that didn't do well is mm-hmm. where they have that one relaxation station that you can see all the pontoon boats going through.
3: So I was going to talk about one portion of Disney trips that is always one of my favorites and that is food. food. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Disney is encouraging everyone to use the mobile app to order their food. There is going to be a cast member at the door of each quick service restaurant. They'll call your name when your food is ready and let you go into the restaurant to retrieve it and then you can choose your very special socially distanced table to dine at if you arrive at a restaurant and you didn't use the mobile app the cast members are encouraging people to then use the app they can take the order at the restaurant but for the security of everyone the mobile app is going to be your safest bet and i I would use that in a heartbeat it's going to be easier i love mobile ordering at disney
2: they even have qr codes on the sign in front of the restaurant so if you didn't order on the map i mean on the app yet you can just qr code it and it'll pull up the app for you it'll pull up that restaurant And the other thing that I saw, um, as with the social distance tables, which I found was really a good thing that Disney's doing is once somebody is done eating there, they go and they wipe it off and they put a sign on it saying that that table's not available. And so then they can go to the next table next to it. So then that gives that table a little bit of a break before the next. So you're not going to the exact same table that somebody was just sitting at. Correct. So I thought that that was really interesting. They had they just put the sign right on it saying, "Okay, this one's not available, but you can go to the next one." And then when that one's done, they'll put that sign on that one. So they're like even moving the tables around that are social distance.
3: Well, it makes sense. I mean, even if you look at the back of your Lysol spray bottle and you look at directions, I think it has a specific amount of time it says to leave the spray on that it actually cleans whatever you're trying to disinfect. Mm -hmm. So they might be trying to do that as well to give whatever chemical agent they're using to clean tables time to work and kill germs. So one other big thing that this was near and dear and very useful to us on our last trip when we made droids. We made droids. We had them sent back to our resort because we were going to do the Star Wars dessert party that night, and we didn't want to carry two droids around with us in Hollywood Studios for the rest of the day. So Walt Disney World theme parks are not offering merchandise pickup or resort hotel delivery during the phase reopening. If guests purchase items, they have to carry their bags around the parks. And like I said, so this is different from the past. Many guests were leaving the park to put souvenirs in their vehicles. Some have even gone back to their resorts. They didn't have to carry the bags from ride to ride or attraction to attraction. Home delivery is still available, but that is at a charge to the guests. So keep that in mind. If you're going to be visiting soon and plan appropriately, you might wanna save your shopping for the end of the day, the end of your trip, as opposed to starting early. Which is hard for me because I have a firm rule when I do my shopping at Disney. If you see it and you love it, you buy it because you might come back and it might not be there.
1: <laughs> and that is right. That happened to Kaylee.
3: So you're going to have to weigh your options on that
0: one.
1: Yeah, decide if you want to carry it or if you want to make your spouse go back to the hotel. <laughs> <I'm
0: sorry. laughs> I wonder what that fee would be to get it shipped
1: home. I don't know. I think if it's less than $10 or ten about $10, mm-hmm. I almost think it'd be worth it.
0: Oh, absolutely, if it was like opposed to that or going all the way back to your resort to drop right. it off, no thank you, I would just pay the extra. And I'm not a pay shipping type of person.
1: So the next thing we're talk about is characters and I know Steph and I, have we're big character people and I'm not saying you guys aren't, but I know that that's a big thing for both of us that we've talked about in the past. And I was really upset when they said no character meet and greets and then we did tell you that they said there were gonna be ways for them to do it And I have to tell you, I have to eat my words because I like the cavalcades. I think better than the parade. If you've not had a chance to watch them, I would watch them. But the way it's set up is, they have like a float or a trolley car, like one at a time, and then they're they're doubly socially distanced. Actually, they're more than that. But you don't know when they're coming. They're not assigned a time, so people aren't waiting in the streets and those huge crowds with people looking like salmon going upstream. It's not like that at all you hear the music switch and you just look you watch that one goes by and then you might see another one where before the, like the three o'clock parade obviously that's a big joke three o'clock parade everybody wants to know when it is but you don't have to look and say oh i gotta do that you can see it on the way to another ride or another attract another experience that you were getting ready to do you don't have to plan two hours in advance to sit there with your family and honestly kaylee and i have enjoyed watching it because there's some characters that you don't always see, like uh, Goofy's nephews were on one of them. We were laughing because Donald wasn't there, but the other two cabal- caballeros, Kaylee said I have to say it right, they were there. So that was really cool. And they just randomly walked by, and people were getting, them. you know, there's not that many people. You guys have seen that. So you're getting a lot of great pictures. If you do it just right, it looks like you're with them anyway. It's not the same <laughs> meet and greet, no, but it's a much safer way, and I feel like you're seeing more Frequently. That's kind of how
0: I originally, like before I'd ever been to Disney, that's how I thought it was. Like, I thought you just walked around the park and did the rides and every once in a while you ran into a character. And then when I went for my first time, I was like, oh, like there's lines to meet the characters and there's places that you go to meet them. Oh, okay. Not what I thought. So this is this is back
1: to my original thought of, of what the park was like. So then Cinderella's Wicked Step Sisters are on the back of the castle, and I knew that there was a balcony up there, but I never saw anybody up there. And they come out every so often, and they interact with the guests down below. That was pretty fun. Country Bears, they have a balcony on the top of theirs. They were interacting. Obviously, they don't talk, but um, they wave and everything, and all the characters that were going by. And Johnny Depp was even in that, I can't think what those stupid things are called. It's like a, a half of a pavilion or whatever. It's across from oh, yeah. of the Caribbean. They had somebody dressed up like um the pirate, and he was waving you know, at everybody when they it went was by. Was Jack Sparrow? Yes, that was there. That's well, it wasn't Johnny Depp, but anyway, yes, you're <laughs> right. It was Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I always hope that it's going to be, but I know he only goes to California. I don't think he's ever been to Florida.
2: Could you imagine though, like going on that ride and Jack Sparrow, Johnny Depp is there, and he It'll like stands up. Oh my gosh, that would be so awesome. He's done it before, and I just always think that he's going to do it when I'm there.
1: <laughs> well, I always look because there, we reported on this probably two summers ago now, and the guy's like, lady, no, lady, in the red shirt. Like, the lady had no clue that he, he was real, and that it was Johnny Depp talking Thought to That it was her. actually Johnny Depp. Yeah, and her husband's, like, elbowing her and saying, <clears throat> that's Johnny Depp, that's Johnny Depp. And she's just like, no, it's just... It's just a person working here. To look like. Yeah, she had no clue. Oh, and there's one more in the Magic Kingdom, and that is Chippendale are on the rafts for Tom Sawyer's Island, which I thought was cute. Oh, that's cute. And just another, I mean, I just really feel like as upset as I was that I wasn't going to see characters, I was super excited to know that there's so many opportunities people mm-hmm. to, to see that a lot of people have missed out on just because they don't want to wait for the parade like Nick that's not his thing but this would be perfect for Nick when he's going from place to place because oh he catch one on the way grab a quick pick and then keep on moving which is well, what you and if they
2: do it multiple times during the day too it's just not like a one and done right. kind of thing I think that's awesome too I, I think just, it's so fun
3: it's probably good for some kids I know when my kids were younger they didn't really like walking up to characters and us like okay you take your autograph book get your signature get your autograph um but i think seeing them from a distance might be some people's cup of tea you know they that's the perfect experience for a certain portion of the population
1: that is i know our friends kids were like that they they called them dress-ups if they yeah. <laughs> their faces they didn't want to go and uh kaylee was older than them when they went with us the one time and we were like Kaylee said, I'll go with you. And I know at Ohana, they took pictures with them, but they didn't go with her any other time unless it was like the princesses where they could see their faces.
2: Did you see too, talking about the stepsisters on the castle, the castle's done. Well, it's not completely done, but it's brand paint by new. number. new. <laughs> um, but that it's paint by number. They're calling it paint by number because each brick has a different number based on what color paint
1: they have to paint it. It is so fun, and Kaylee and I were laughing about that, and I said, do you think that they would have painted the front of the castle so that everybody didn't see that when <laughs> it opened back up? And she's like, actually, I think it's kind of fun. I mean, we've seen so many memes this week and so many little videos. Look, the castle's paint by number. Yeah. Like a one through six different great shaded colors that they've been painting it. Um, I just want to touch quickly on Animal Kingdom, and Margie talked about it a little bit. All of their character experiences are being done on the pontoon boats but the cool thing again is you're seeing characters that you don't always see Mm -hmm. out and about can't think of that one's name it's like the eagle or whatever that wears the leather jacket he's over by in dinosaur land is where he's usually at oh launchpad
3: launchpad launchpad Launchpad. yeah
2: what is his name launchpad Launchpad. mcduck mcduck okay isn't it launchpad mcduck i have Um, no idea i have to look it up Launchpad McQuack. McQuack? Okay, that's what
1: was in my head. Does he work for McDonald's? Just kidding. Just kidding. There was a rumor this week that Triceratops Spin is going away. It is not on any of the Animal Kingdom maps at this time. So they're either refurbishing it or they're doing something. So that was the big rumor. I didn't get a chance to put it in the news, but I thought I'd throw it in there while I was talking about Animal Kingdom for a second. And now I will let Stephanie talk because I've been talking too long. (laughs)
0: Well, I have two kind of short things, so these shouldn't take too long. We all know that when we go to the parks, we are going to have to get some temperature screenings, and those are happening at Ticket and Transportation Center for guests coming to Magic Kingdom, and they're also going to be happening at your monorail stations, so you're gonna to go to the contemporary, the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian before getting on the monorail. Those resorts will also be giving you your temperature screening in order for you to get on the monorail. And the monorail has lots of safety measures. I know we've talked about like, oh my goodness, how are they going to socially distance on the monorail or on the buses? But they are doing it and it does seem actually safe. Um, the number of people riding the monorail has been limited to one group or family on a side and then there's a screen in the middle of the car between the two sides to kind of try and keep things a little bit safer there as well so they're like physically putting something between you and the people on the other side of you as well so all good things with the monorail how do you get your double wide stroller on there oh good question i'm <laughs> i i do not know i know they've thought of it though i'm sure they I'm sure. have figured no, that you still
1: can get it on there because it's where i had to drive the evc You know how that one car, it had that open area, like there was seating over here and there was seating over here where the seats faced each other. This is hard for listeners. I'm using my hands for you guys. They just put the screen in the middle of that. It used to be open, like kids would turn around and talk to people behind them or touch people's stuff behind them. They just took like, it's a really heavy duty. It's not plexiglass, I thought that was interesting, but it's a really heavy duty screen. So I think you should be able to get your stroller on. So it will still fit. They'll probably just have to put you If it's a double-wide, they'll probably have to put you on one of the handicap monorail cars, is the only thing I would say.
0: Um, Another thing to kind of quickly touch on is how busy Splash Mountain has been. I know that we were talking about everything, having no wait times, being walk right on. That is not the case with Splash Mountain, and there's a good reason for that. We all know that Splash Mountain is going to be rethemed and it's gonna be changed to Princess and the Frog. And so everybody is headed to Splash Mountain to ride it their last times. Um, So it makes plenty of sense why that ride would have such a long wait, but it's not even just the ride. On Saturday at one point, there was a three and a half hour wait to get into the store to get some of your Splash merchandise. That's a long wait to go shopping, three and a half hours just to get into the store. Um, so it has it has been very busy. There is no date that's been announced as to when the refurbishment will begin. But with, with not having a date, it just makes people flock to it even more because you don't know if it's gonna be next week, you don't know if it's gonna be next year. So you might as well go and get in
2: all your Splash Mountain that you can. And things are selling out. Things are selling out.
1: Oh yeah. They, I saw this afternoon that they refurbished. They had to shut the store down and everybody was freaking out. They shut it down for 45 minutes because they got a shipment and they were re stocking. Yeah, they were restocking and replenishing everything. And, um, but if you know anybody that's going, I would tell them to get it because they pulled all the splash merchandise off of the Disney uh, shopping, Disney online. Yeah. I tried to get on there to get some stuff and it's all not there anymore. So.
3: I know on our last trip, we were getting pins for all the big rides we went on. So I have my Splash Mountain pin. So at least good I job. have that.
1: Yay. That's we're going to be good. worth money someday, I think. I
3: know. I'm going to hold on to that one. <laughs> That's not a trader pin.
2: That's what a lot of people are doing. They're just buying all this merchandise so that they can resell it when it
0: i kind of hate it when people do that i know. just to like resell for like buy it because you love it and because right. it's it's gonna be a memory for you but to buy it and then just
2: go sell it for more that's or maybe people are buying it just for themselves i saw on, on one guy's insta story he was following these two people that had just came out of the splash mountain store and you could they could barely move with the amount of merchandise that they had And if they were staying at a resort and they couldn't get it shipped to their room. (laughs) I was like oh that's a lot of stuff you just bought. Hope you live nearby. Oh yeah seriously. Uh, Stephanie mentioned the monorail. The ferry boats are also running at Magic Kingdom so you can go there through to Magic Kingdom through the monorail and the ferry boats. And I thought it was a really good way of how they were marking. They're not just putting circles on the ground and saying stand here, but there's circles on the ground with numbers on it. So one, two, three. And that says how many monorails you have until it's your monorail. So if oh. you're on number three, that means you have three more monorails to wait. Or at the ferry boat, if you're on the number three, you have three more ferry boats to wait, kind of thing. So you're kind of. You kind of know when you're going to get on that boat or ferry, uh, the boat or the monorail. And then also on the ferry boat, on the upper deck, there are no benches to sit on. All the benches have been marked off that you're not allowed to sit there. And then on the bottom row, on the main deck, some of the benches you're allowed to sit on, if there's a circle, you can sit on it. But otherwise, you can't sit there. So like half half of the bench is marked off and then there's a circle for one person to sit there and then there are circles all on the ground of the ferry boat and you need to your party has to stand on that circle so they're distanced away from each other on their ferry boat i just thought that was an interesting way that they decided to do that
1: there was a lot of creativity in in Mm -hmm. thinking this stuff through So I have to give Disney kudos because we're all thinking, why is it taking so long? This is why it took them so long.
2: Yeah, they had to do a a lot of markings.
1: A lot of signage, for sure. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: All right. So this is
3: for all of our annual pass holders out there. So pay attention. If you're having a hard time getting a reservation for the day that you want to be in the park, cast members have told the APs what they can do to work around this. You can go to Guest Relations and purchase a ticket and tell them that they would like that amount, the amount of this ticket to go towards their future renewal. Then the annual pass holder can go on the website and reserve the park reservation. This is because there are a certain number of annual pass holder reservations and a certain amount of ticketed guests for each park or each day. So it is important that the annual pass holder does that right then so that the cast member can take care of it right then and there. So I am not lucky enough to be an annual pass holder, but that is what you need to know if you are having a hard time getting a reservation.
2: And those annual pass holder spots are going quick. They are selling out the spots for the resort and uh, day tickets are not selling, or they did not sell out on Saturday. There were still resort tickets available. If you're staying at a resort, you could still get a reservation to go in on Saturday, but the annual pass holders, they were all sold out. So
1: crazy. So when Magic King reopened, they had a new Country Bears penny press machine that debuted. Now, Nick would be laughing at me right now because he hates the Country Bears like my son does, but this is not something that we've ever done, but it's eight different characters from the Country Bears. And it's, I think it's just an ex- inexpensive way, especially Margie has four kids. What mm-hmm. an in ex- inexpensive way, give each one of them a little book that they can keep their little pennies in and you can get all eight of them for $5. I thought that's a pretty inexpensive uh, souvenir to have and it's easy to travel with, not something that's going to be super big and bulky. You could take it on the airplane with you.
2: And there's a ton of penny pressers all over the whole resort.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Just a a cool thing I thought of that we never did, but Mm -hmm. I think now I wish we would have. Maybe as adults, Brad and I will do it. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Do it. (laughs) On Saturday, we saw this on video. This was so scary. So the princess cavalcade was coming, and Merida leads the princess cavalcade. It's just the float that they normally use in their parade, but she leads it on a horse well a little child on the sidewalk was standing nearby let go of their mickey balloon it got wrapped around the back leg of the horse and scared the horse so the cast members were trying to calm the horse down but it kept bucking and so finally they had mara to get off and another cast member came over so there were three of them trying to calm this horse down if the horse would have just stood still they were trying to unhook the balloon but it totally did that freaked it out and uh, whoever was recording that I watched, there was a little girl crying and her mom goes, why are you crying? And she's pointing at the horse because it's got the balloon wrapped around and they're trying to get it off. And the mom was totally oblivious drinking her Starbucks. Uh,
0: she didn't even know what was going on.
3: No,
1: the little girl, she was just like crying. She was like, why are you crying? You know. I like, tell you what though, it takes a
3: special horse to work at Disney World. Yeah, so um, I, can't, I mean, I'm not a horse, so I can't speak for a horse, but <laughs> I was around a lot of them when I was little, and they're skittish creatures, so I imagine that balloon was oh. a big, bad thing to that horse.
1: I'm just glad it wasn't worse than it was. They were able to get mm-hmm, right off there okay, and then they seemed to calm the horse down pretty quickly so that the other one could unwrap it, but what a fluke. I mean... What are the chances that that balloon would just not go straight up and fly over across yeah. the street? So. But
2: yeah. how cool is it that Meredith gets to ride a horse? <laughs> <she be> <laughs> how do I get that job?
3: She was by far our favorite Disney princess that we've ever met, just for future reference. If you ever get to meet them in person again, she was the best.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: Uh, So I have a tiny bit of like doom and gloom to report right here in the middle. Uh, New York governor has issued an emergency health order mandating that out of state travelers from designated states under travel advisory provide local authorities with contact information upon entering New York and that's going to help them enforce A 14 day quarantine. So that means if you are traveling from Florida, if you had just been to one of our lovely theme parks, you are required. Required to do a 14-day quarantine you have to give your contact information upon arrival Um, and if you do not give your contact information you could that could result in a summons with a $2,000 fine and a hearing for a mandatory quarantine Um, and this is of course because of the huge rise in COVID-19 cases in the last three weeks so they are just doing their very best to try to get their numbers down. So I I get it. Um, and that could happen to any state. It's just kind of something to, to keep in the back of your mind as you're planning your trips. I just think it's kind of an out of respect thing too. When you go out of town, if you come back or you do something that you're around a lot of people, it's probably best just to be take those extra precautions and protect the people around you. And just remove yourself from them for a little bit, just to make sure you don't have um, have contracted something
2: my mother-in-law lives in upstate new york and she had to do that when we came back from north carolina she had to choose to be quarantined for 14 days or go get tested luckily i came back negative but and she wasn't allowed to go back to work until the results came back so my goodness they're cracking down there in new york which is
3: well they're also having good results from it yes
2: that they are that's good because
0: they were i mean it was things were scary for them Mm -hmm. for and and back in what april it was it was really scary for them and that's so i can see how they don't want to be there
2: again and now texas is living that (laughs) i know poor margie it's okay, all right, so I've got one
0: more thing. We've got um, Liberty Square Paddle Boat has reopened at the Magic Kingdom with some social distancing measures. The queue has dots that are on the ground, just like Margie, the circles. Mm-hmm. It's all about the circles when you're going to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> look for those circles everywhere. There are dots on the ground for guests to wait by themselves or with the people who they're with. And the boat has the same thing to provide a safe six-feet six distance. This is like the paddle boat... Um, that comes from the TTC and from Fort Wilderness Campground. You're just going to make
2: sure that you're remaining social distance by staying on the dots. Awesome. Um, The rides and queue lines. I know that we talked about that a lot prior to opening. Like, what were they going to do with the queue lines to enforce social distancing? And they've taken out Fast Passes so that they have those extra queue line um, areas. But when it zigzags, because all those cue lines, it's just a big old zigzag, Mm -hmm. magical Disney cue lines that we have stood in. But they have actually placed plexiglass in between the two cue lines. I don't know how to explain it, but they've put plexiglass along the side so that if you are in a zigzag, you're basically encased with plexiglass, if that makes sense. You know, like. The plexiglass you're, in an actual, you're in a plexiglass maze. Yes. yes, that you are. And of course, they have the markings where you need to be six feet behind the party in front of you. And then the plexiglasses there dividing um, you from all of that. They've also taken out a lot of the pre-shows. I know Flight of Passage doesn't have the pre-show that you go through. Dinosaur doesn't have the pre-show. Haunted Mansion. Um, Just all those places where you congregate, those have been taken out Haunted Mansion. You don't go in the seeking room anymore. You just go straight to the line. I wonder if that gets hot because some of those are still kind
0: of outdoors. And now that you have plexiglass up, you aren't
2: able to get any Mm. of the breeze. Oh, Mm. I wonder, yeah, that's interesting.
0: I wonder
3: if that is Disney's next step into an immersive experience is making you feel like a mouse in a maze when you're surrounded by plexiglass maybe or a hamster or whatever
2: sort of you feel like mickey mouse yes. <laughs> <laughs> um the other ride that i saw was kilimanjaro safari it has plexiglass in between each row on the cars and so they're able to seat every single row they they don't go they don't alternate the rows and at first people were saying that you could take your mask off while on the Kilimanjaro safari because that plexiglass was there but now they are still saying that you need to continue to remain to keep your mask on which is good I mean it's open air but it's still safety precautions keep your mask on especially since they're seating every single row you have a party right in front of you I know that there's that plexiglass but like it's still there. And then the suggestion for the safari would be to try your best to get on the ends of the car. Um, because the plexiglass does make it a little bit hard to see the animals if you're sitting in the middle of your row. So just try hard to be on the, the ends. So I don't know if you guys saw any other things for the rides, but those are the ones that stuck out to me
1: on the Jungle Cruise, they didn't have plexiglass, which I thought was interesting. But if you think about it, that's rope that's dividing. It's not the metal uh, dividers mm. that make the maze. And so they, their lines were super long. And I don't know if they're going to adjust that or how they're what they're going to do. I almost think they're going to have to if they're going to go to like fifty percent if they ever get to that, because the line was out the door every time the everybody that I watched, everybody that came there had to wait like twenty five minutes. But it was because if they were next to a person by the rope, they had to make sure that that person was six feet away from that person. And then the person on the other side of the other rope had to be six feet apart, too. And it was a very, I mean, it must have taken somebody a really long time to figure that out. because You know, usually they open those ropes up and they can let people through faster. Mm -hmm. And that seemed like a little challenging project that they still needed to work on a little bit. I didn't see anything with, I did see country bears and how they have that. They have every other row blocked off and then they have like three seats together and then one seat blocked or two seats blocked off and then four seats together and then blocked off. And I think it's interesting because like that and Mickey's Heart Magic the same way. And they'll always tell you to go to the end of the row. Well, if you're in a group of five and they only have three seats, that's not gonna work for you. So you're gonna have to go somewhere else. But yeah, they did a good job of social distancing, I feel like from what I could see.
2: And you're not allowed to request the front row either like if you get the front row that's great like on the roller coasters but you can't
1: request it that is a change
3: Hmm. i guess if you have three people four people say they want to ride in the front then they'd all be standing in a Hmm. close area together that's the only thing i can imagine but yeah so i have a little bit more sad news hong kong disneyland is closing temporarily temporarily starting july 15th This is just after a month of being reopened, or a little under a month. They are closing due to another outbreak of COVID-19 after 52 new confirmed cases were recorded just today. Official details will be announced soon. The park had reopened on June 18th. They had a grand ceremony and a castle unveiling. As with all other Disney parks reopenings, Hong Kong Disneyland reopened it with limited capacity and increased health and safety measures. But since then, the government has shut down most entertainment venues and fitness centers and also restaurants. So you can only do takeout after 6 PM with only tables of up to four allowed before that time. Public gatherings are limited to 50 people or less When China's COVID numbers started raising, Hong Kong, Disneyland decided to make this decision. So unfortunately, I think that's something that, it could be a possibility, especially in Florida, with the number of cases going up. I'll be interested to see what happens in the next few weeks, if the the numbers keep rising, what is Disney World's response going to be?
1: I think, yeah, I think that's
0: what we're all wondering. 52 doesn't seem like a lot. Well,
2: they had fifteen. That Florida had fifteen thousand. Right.
1: (laughs) Well, they had fifty-two in one day, and that's how China started. And they're all. Keep in mind, they wear masks all the time, because that's what Kaylee said to me all along. Okay. She's like, in Asian countries, mom, they -hmm. wear masks all the time. So if they're having a problem with something and it gets to a certain amount of number, they know we're gonna need to do something about this because we're wearing masks and still contracting illnesses
0: like we know in america why we're yes. still contracting it because people <laughs> aren't wearing masks but there i get it okay
1: and they're having parties and and mm-hmm. sadly now i don't know how it is in texas but i know in missouri most of our cases right now are between 20 and 30 years old mm-hmm. and so the net they're now closing down the bars and entertainment centers like that to try to detour the kids but they're just hanging out at their houses i mean it's, people are
2: having covid parties i know
1: i know it's not chicken this?
2: pox. <laughs> yeah, don't do don't do not that, people.
3: <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. So, to add to a little bit more Sorry. bad
1: news.
2: We should have started movie. out with this and like ended <laughs>
1: with the good stuff. <laughs> well, we were so excited, I was afraid to start with all the wah-wah-wah-wah.
3: <laughs> so, a little bit more bad news. Two NBA players have tested positive for COVID-19 while on Disney World property even considering all the precautions that Disney and the NBA took. So far, it is only two out of the 322 players on property. The two players have left Disney and are quarantining in their homes. They will have to clear the CDC and the NBA rules before returning to the playoffs. And just in case you were wondering, the NBA players are staying at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa and Disney's Yacht Club Resort as well as the Grand Destino Tower at the Coronado Springs Resort. So folks, I think it's gonna happen and it's just something you're gonna have to expect. And if you wanna take that chance,
0: go for it. That's why you have to sign those waivers. Yes.
3: (laughs) Um, And who knows? I mean, I don't know the details of exactly when they arrived, but It sounds like you have about 14 days before you could start showing symptoms of COVID. At least that's the last I heard. So it could have been prior. They could have been exposed prior to them being there. I'm not entirely certain of the timeline, but.
1: Well, they're not even sharing rooms to make it even more safe for them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I know they're playing basketball. I'm not stupid, but I mean. They're not even sharing rooms, so they're not like in close proximity except for when they're playing the basketball, so it just makes and you wonder. And they're allowed
0: to go to the parks, they, it's not, so they're not right. wandering around the
1: parks. And they have them, I don't know if you saw it, it was really, and Kayla's like, really, Mom, that's what you're worried about? You could get COVID or you can have a blue, they have these blue fences up that they fence, I don't know how they're doing it at Grand Destino because you can't do that there, but at the Yacht Club and Grand Floridian, they have a blue fence up. It's separating the NBA's on this side, and the guests and the uh, what do you call it, DVC members are on the other side of it. They're not on the same, so that, that they should not cross paths for a few reasons. One was for COVID, and then one was to give them their privacy because, of course, they're famous, and so people are going to want to get their autograph, and it is their vacation too. I guess if you want to call it a vacation. So yeah, <laughs> sorry. Into the parks. Yeah, That's right. this is true. So, sorry I gave Sarah sad news. I
3: I know. Okay, I'm going to hope for better news next time.
1: I apologize. <laughs> I was just I was thinking put it at the end because we had all the good stuff. I guess I should start it with a sad and then work okay. our way to happy. Yeah.
2: I have wide shoulders. I can I can handle it. I think if you are wondering if you should go to the park right now, I mean it is a personal decision that you have to way out yay or nay. I still stand by my opinion that if it is your first time to go to Disney I feel like I would wait because you're not getting the full Disney experience but if you're a Floridian and you're living there and you're an annual pass holder or even if you just live in Florida and you want to go to Disney I don't think it's I mean you can probably still go but I just think you just need to weigh out your options and it is so tempting though. I <laughs> like know. Yes it is. Those short lines. <laughs> those short lines, Why? but just know that you're not going to get the full you won't. Disney experience, but so, every single YouTuber that I watched, they said it is still magical. Right. It's still Disney magic, but you're not going to get the like, complete Disney magic.
0: Uh, imagine though like as a first timer with kids you don't get to see the smile on their face because it's covered yeah, with a mask. True. So yeah. I I definitely tell those people, just wait. You can wait. But anybody who's been before and they know yeah. which rides they want to ride and they're like, yeah, I want to ride some rides without waiting. Mm-hmm. Go. Now is a great time for you to go. But those first timers need to kind of hold out. Yep, definitely.
1: Unless you get one of those see-through masks that they were trying to get us to do. <laughs> yeah. They were selling- uh,
0: Still gonna make a more awkward picture for like yes. your- Yes. <laughs> <Well, laughs> well, look you, at I their saw, expression.
3: I saw something great. I took my kids to the dentist and all the hygienists are wearing masks, the dentists are wearing masks, but they each had a button on and it had their name and their picture. Oh. So I thought teachers should do this and anybody working with kids, Disney World cast members should do this because you could see their face. And it was a much more personal experience, even though, you, you know, they were covered with a mask, you could see their smiling face on their button. That it was is nice. a good
1: idea.
2: Cute.
1: Yeah, we, we still don't know what we're doing yet, so. Find out next week. And I, I Well, we're supposed to, but I still think, and that's what they, uh, they conferred with me, or they confirmed with me, or whatever, they agreed with me on the news tonight, saying that there's not enough information, that they know that puts more stress on administration and on the teachers, but... It really is too soon to be making that decision like that when the numbers are just going up and down, up and down, up and down. They can say one thing and then two weeks from now they might have to tell us completely something different. So I think we're in for a little bit of a ride, Steph. I don't, I don't I think know. this is over anytime. I
0: like already can't sleep.
1: <laughs> it's haunting. Well, I haven't slept well since the pandemic. So and then add in the surgery. Yeah, it just right. I go to bed. I just bed bought and desks to make
3: our living room a classroom next year.
1: Oh, did you? Aww.
3: IKEA just got a bunch of my money.
1: Yes, I love IKEA. We're gonna Ikea. have to do that too. <laughs> well, thank you, Margie and Sarah, for helping us. Uh, You're welcome. The thank good you. and the bad and the ugly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that with us. And we hope that you know more. Or you feel like you are kind of been there. And I would encourage you, as Margie and I did, to get on YouTube and just look at some of those videos because they um, they make you excited even if you're not there. It makes you
0: feel like you're part of it.
1: Yeah, you, you feel like you're part of everybody's magical trip. Next week, we will be focusing mostly on Hollywood Studios and Epcot just because they will reopen for the first time on Wednesday unless something happens. We haven't heard anything. So hopefully that will go as smoothly as these other two-part openings have gone. If you would like to be a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is, is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip, or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and Twitter, Mousecapades Pod.
0: Be sure to listen to Friday's show. This Friday, it's going to be Vicki, Brad and Joey and Vicki is going to be testing Brad and Joey on their Disney knowledge. You guys can play along with them. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast.
1: Well, girls, I think it is about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there.
0: And may all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends.